It's time to end the cycles of trauma, drama, and abuse. Welcome to our podcast, Common Sense Conversations. I'm Jackie Dona. I'm Danielle. I'm Joy. I'm Lorraine London Polite, and our vision is to seek communities that practice a higher standard of care for themselves and for others. Through our discussions, we hope to provide opportunities to acknowledge the hurt, pain, and dysfunction we have all experienced, then take steps towards living a healthier lifestyle. Join us weekly for practical discussions as we expand on the conversations we have on our YouTube channel, also called Common Sense Conversations. These conversations cause us to challenge our current realities, but we recognize that in order to grow, we have to be willing to take a different path. Are you ready? Let's start right now. Previously on Common Sense Conversations. You know, what are the stereotypes? What are the things? What are the contributions? Why why is it so hard as a Black woman to deal with Black History Month? One of them is the Jezebel. So that is this idea that there is a certain type of Black woman who is over-sexualized and they're viewed as people who are just sexual objects. And there's also this other side to it where this is the type of Black woman who will steal your man. The first stereotype that comes to my mind is um, the angry Black woman. One of the biggest stereotypes for me is that this Black woman has to be strong, the strong Black woman, right? Not just an angry, not just Jezebel, not just Mammy, but overall, you have to be strong. Common Sense Conversations. Let's start now. So it really sounds like what is good for the Black woman is this return to a balanced sense of community and healthy relational dynamics between Black men and Black women. Like, and that's what a lot of what we talk about is it always comes back to relationship. Like, what does this relationship look like? And how can we make this relationship healthier? And so that makes me think about like the last part of the video when you all shared what you would say to the Black man. Um, I wanted to kind of reflect a little bit on if any of you mind just reflecting a little bit on what you said. Um, what has changed if is the same thing you said in Black, like, is the same thing you said then the same thing that you would say now? Um, is there something you would add? And then um, I'd also like to share at some point what I would say, because I wasn't there for that. Um, but yeah, I'd like to hear, you know, reflecting back, what would you say differently? And what would you say um, that's the same? Well, I didn't, uh, one of the privileges that I had was absolutely asking the questions. And so, which I really enjoyed, right? I really enjoyed. And I actually cannot wait to hear what you're going to say, Danny, because one of the most impactful parts for me was seeing Jackie and Joy look in the, look at um, the camera and, and really I knew that they were looking at someone. I, I know that they were looking at a specific person. And, and maybe depending on how long they were looking at a couple of black men in their lives 
who they we gen they love so much and yet right the level of destruction that they've caused is so poignant and it's been traumatic and so that was really impactful for me and i i think for me I, one of the things that i i kept saying in the second part was i want to raise my child my black man you know i want to raise him to understand the nuances and the needs right to be observant to be a good listener um not to be a hypocrite right so for me i'm i'm looking at him right i i do have black men in my life that i have looked at and i i pray will look at them and say hey um like jackie said in her video please do better take responsibility for the destructions that you've caused and do better understand that that my love for you does not mean you get to abuse it you you don't get to mistreat the fact that i love you so much and i want good for you and so i'm going to take everything that you destroy everything that you give because you're not willing to do the work do better so um but for me my 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 platform was and is continues to be i look at my 3 year old and i see how he behaves and i say man i know 30 year olds that behave this way i know 30 year old black men that behave in this toddler toddlerist way right um they have been developmentally stagnant because we i mean they didn't receive the the proper training or whatever it is to say hey you you have to be observant you have to listen you are very much loved and valued and cared for and i'm going to protect you for as long as i can until you learn to protect yourself until you learn to do certain things but in order for you to become a man and a good man i can't allow you to think certain things are okay i can't allow you to think that you can say one thing and not behave the same way and and to me because i'm in in a toddler mentality no you say please and thank you all the time you're you can you can express your emotions and feelings but you express your emotions you express your feelings and you express your distaste or frustration in a very kind and appropriate way i want you to be heard and valued but i also want you to be a person who hears and values the life of others you know and i know you've been through a lot but you take responsibility for everything that you do and i it's my job to make sure you know that i see it i need you to take responsibility and and so that's that would be something that i didn't necessarily get to unpack but you know he's only 3 so i have years god willing of time to really show him value and responsibility so that he can be um a better man not just for himself but for society for his community and his family. Yeah, that's so good. That is so good. Um I think so my part got cut off at the end. 
if you've watched part two, there was a set change because my whole part was not included. It got erased or it just didn't record. And so I actually was really grateful that that happened because the conversation was really triggering for me. And, you know, if you watch part two, I started crying at certain points. And the part where I looked into the camera in that moment, like, I felt like I was a mess. Like, I was just boohoo crying, it felt like. So I was grateful that I had time to reflect and gather my thoughts and gather myself and decided to still say it into the camera. Like, I thought that that was, it was really therapeutic for me. But it also allowed me to say things that I might not have said in that moment because emotions were super heightened. And so I think I was able to, not I think, I know that I was able to have a more balanced answer. I was able to look at the Black men in my life who have contributed to so much of who I am as a Black woman, but I was also still able to acknowledge like, y'all need to do better. Like Lorraine was saying that I said, like, you need to do better. So I was able to, yeah, articulate myself in a balanced way. And I think there is one thing that I would have included that I didn't. And I think that that's the emphasis that when we say protect Black women, we mean protect all Black women. So that includes trans women. That includes women who you might not think are physically attractive because we also have that issue. A lot of Black men or men in general respect women I'm gonna put air quotes, y'all can't see this, but air quotes, respect black women who they find attractive. But it's like, no, no, no. Protecting black women means protecting all black women. Like black lives matter means all black lives matter. So that would be one thing that I would include and emphasize because yeah. So yeah, that would be one thing that I would include that I didn't the first time. Can I also say, daughters I don't know if they realize how important it is to protect your daughters not just your spouses because I think it's important and spouses also become almost like a it doesn't matter you know like they're just they're there and you know but which is a whole nother topic but your daughters you know and I think Jackie said it so clearly you protecting all women means protecting your daughter from having to deal with the trauma of what you do and what you did and what you're doing you know and that's protecting her like make better decisions and better choices because she's going to have to know that story and she's going to have to live through that and she's going to have to experience that and that's for all children but especially your daughters who will have to suffer through so many things in this society so thank you Jackie for emphasizing that Absolutely. I, I totally agree. Um, I think um, one thing that I would maybe add to what I said, um, actually, there are a couple of different thoughts that are going through my mind right now. <laughs> um, I think one thing that I would add, the first thought that I had is that um, that I know that what we're talking about is not easy to hear um, and that it's also not easy to like make those changes um, and to really look at yourself and consider how you might have contributed to trauma 
that, you know, Black women in your life or Black women around you may have experienced, um, I recognize that. I recognize that it's not easy. Um, but that doesn't mean that we get to just not do it because it's not easy, you know. Um, it's still necessary. It's still important. Um, it's still vital if we like expect our communities to continue moving forward. You know, like we talk within our communities a lot about like, how do we get to the next step? You know, like there are all of these historical and generational traumas that we have dealt with um, and that we are still feeling the effects of today. And like, how do we get to the next step? You know, and like a huge part of how we get to that next step is this right here you know, is having this conversation and providing this healing and creating these spaces where Black women are, you know, fully recognized, fully protected, fully respected, um, and on the same playing field as Black men. Um, because until, until we can get to that point, you know, there's always going to be some division in our communities that's too big for us to overcome before we can even start looking outside of our community and say like, okay, well, how are we going to deal with these systemic issues that we're facing, you know? So that's, that's one thought that I had. Um, the second thought was that um, I think it's, it's just important to reemphasize. I feel like it's been communicated, but to just reemphasize that like our protection of black women um, or our respect for black women um, that should not be based on the relationship that you have to that person, you know? So it's not just the people in your family or, you know, the people at your church or, you know, it's also the woman in the grocery store that you don't know at all. You know, it's also the bus driver, you know, it's also, it, it doesn't matter like who that person is to you. Like, all Black women are worthy of that respect. All Black women are worthy of protection. And it doesn't count if you feel like, oh, I do a great job at protecting my family and my community, but then you don't care what's happening to people who are outside of your family or outside of your community, you know? Like, it has to be, it has to be for everyone in order for it to be, like, for that to be a principle that you really live by, you know? So... Um, yeah, I think those are the two things that I would add to what I said. And I think that's one of the reasons I love our um, merchandise for this series. You know, like, if you don't believe it, don't rep it. And we were very intentional about picking it because we no longer want to live in a space, in a community surrounded by people who say something that they don't stand by, who pretend they have a principle or a value or a worldview that is inaccurate because they don't live it. And we want to be surrounded by people who live what they say, you know? And I think that that clearly, I think for anyone who feels like, no, I, I do believe it and I do, I rep it and I believe it, then Joy, what you just expressed was here is exactly what's going to allow you to assess if it's a principle. In case you did not know, here is the parameters 
if it's a principle for you, you do it everywhere. You do it no matter who's looking. It doesn't matter what's happening. And it doesn't matter how you're feeling. You could be having a bad day, but when you value something and it's a principle to you and it's priority to you, you live it. And that is hard for humans. But if you're going to say it, then you need to rep it. And if you don't believe it, don't rep it. And then we don't have that expectation for you. And that makes us a better community just by taking away the fact that you are not going to say something that you don't mean. That's good. I, um, some, it's hard for me to think about what I'd say because I feel like you all said everything. But uh, one thing I would add, if I was to speak to a Black man or the Black men in my life or the Black men that I encounter on a daily basis, I would just say that, you know, healing is the best thing a Black man can do then taking the journey of healing seriously, acknowledging how you have been hurt, acknowledging the ways in which you've hurt, and then being able to intentionally say, I'm not going to perpetuate this any longer is the best thing a Black man can do. Um, the ways in which Black men can be so wonderful, but also so monstrous is petrifying, honestly. And working as someone who works with teenagers in the juvenile system, like seeing that and seeing some of these cycles perpetuate at such a young age, um, it makes it really hard. And it's just like, what we all need for black men to do is not to become real estate moguls, not to become billionaires, not to be like st trading stocks, doing all of this, not buying cars, not buying houses. You know, we need you to heal because that's what it's gonna start. And your healing will continue to empower Black women who have started on this journey of healing, which will then in turn heal the generations after us. So it always seems like, you know, I've always heard that, you know, from the Black men in my life that I ask for too much. I'm not asking for too much. We're not asking for too much. We're just asking for you to heal so that we can live in a community that healthily cares for one another. And I mean, maybe it's cliche to say at like the end of a podcast of, for our common sense conversations, but that's common sense. Healing is common sense. Oh yes. So, um, and I think I'll just leave that there. Healing is common sense. Uh, and, you know, it's been great to talk with you all about uh, our Black History Month videos and to kind of reflect some more uh, on the ideas and concepts brought up there. And uh, it'll be great to talk about some of our other stuff. And if you haven't watched our video for Black History Month, you can do that on our YouTube channel. 
uh, common sense conversations and uh, check it out if you have any thoughts or comments or if you want to you know share with us about what you'd say to a black man or ways in which uh, you uh, are changing parts of your black community wherever you are uh, let us know uh, because this is all about having conversations not just between the four of us between but between us and all of you as well so um thank you for joining us and we will uh talk with you next time for our next conversation thank you for joining us on today's episode don't forget to subscribe to our show and be sure to rate and review if you're tuned in on Apple Podcasts. Links to all of our social media and our website can be found in the show notes. We'll talk to you next time.